Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, sorry. All right. Third time's a charm. Great. You ready? Yep. Hi, I'm Becky Streepy. And I am David Streepy. How you doing, Becky? Oh, Dave. What? Dave is doing a thing where he's trying to derail me from following the outline and it's stressing me out. I would like you to tell me how you are. I'm doing great, Dave. How about you? I'm doing great. Welcome to Talking Tofu. This is the show, Talking Tofu. We're this is couple- our podcast. Hold on. This is the podcast, Talking Tofu. Where a couple of vegans talk about what we ate. Getting us back on track. Gotta get back on track. Why? Because I like to We've be on track. We've done this track. intro so many times. I know. It's a comforting, soothing way know. for people to slide into the podcast. People know what it is. With their good friends, Dave and Becky, every week. People know what it is. They tapped it. They did tap it, but sometimes it's nice to hear. I think I think our job is simply to welcome the listener to Talking Tofu. Welcome, listener. We're so glad you're here. You know what this is. You know why you're here. Welcome. Welcome. For those of us, for those of you joining us for the first time, you probably still know what this is because you looked at it before you tapped it. This week on the show, we'll talk cheesy rice and tacos and try the oat milk s'mores dairy-free dessert from So Delicious. I did it. Yeah. Yeah. How's your week? It felt good. My week um was is is going pretty well. Yeah. It's been a little hectic, but I think overall pretty good. Hectic. It has felt hectic. Okay. I think because, I don't know. I don't know if I'm getting more ambitious with work stuff and I'm just filling up my days with more work or if the kid needs a little bit more attention than usual. No, he has kids. seemed to... Kids, kids am I right? right? Am oh. I right? Oof. <laughs> oh. But he has, I think, needed a little more attention than usual. I think he's missing like interacting with humans. We're humans. I know, but, you know interacting with you know at school or at camp okay. there would be a lot more human interaction right and in the house when the both of us are working yeah you know what He's i'm got, saying got his tv friends yep got those tv friends got those video game friends yeah got mario he's got steven universe he's good yeah that steven universe is a good role model i'm into yeah. it hectic week huh how about you hey I asked hey, you how your week was going. I appreciate that. Anytime. I appreciate the thoughtfulness. I'm so thoughtful and kind. Still, still took a minute. Number one wife still over here. I had to here. leave the, <laughs> the slack of the rope hanging out there for longer but before I pulling it, it in. But I picked it up and, and I swung across the cavern yeah, and here I am asking you how swim, your week. Swim around the hook for a while, <laughs> looking at the hooks, sniffing Wait, it. am I a fish? Sure. Oof. What? I don't know about that. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Hey. Hey. How was your week? My week is, it's, 
fine. It's like the other weeks. Yeah. I thought that when we decided, hey, let's try and do a podcast, being in this situation would be a good opportunity for that, which I guess it is in the sense that there's time to do it. Yeah. Not as much time as I thought there would be because maybe things are hectic, but <laughs> there but there is time to do it. But the downside is nothing happened this week to talk about. Like there was a fly in the house yesterday. That fly was a problem. Yeah, that's we still the, haven't that's caught the that headline. Fly. No, I caught the fly earlier today. You did? Oh, thank God. But that that's the headline is that there was a fly in our house. And we had to sit down and have a family meeting about leaving the door open. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's where we're at. So every day is the same. Not every day. Some days we watch Community with Bill and Marilyn. Are you just name dropping people? Online. Online we do that. They don't come to our home. Sometimes we um, is this just to let play to our friends at this games. point. Yeah. No, well, I guess that. also though... During one of those Jackbox sessions, we were inspired to start watching RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. We started on season two, and we just finished season two. Yep. It was, yeah. Go go on. No, I was. I'm, I'm yes ending what you're saying. Oh, okay. I'm it's yes a multi track audio, right? Yes. Yeah, it's and. not like a Zoom call where everybody <laughs> talks at once and nobody hears anybody. That's true. Please continue. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, so we started watching season two. We just finished it. A shocking conclusion. Yeah, I don't want to give it away. You don't want to spoil season two of Drag Race? Would you have appreciated that a week ago? Would you have appreciated that a day ago? Fair enough. Yeah. It's shocking. That's all I'll say. We've been enjoying Drag Race, though. I can't believe we slept on Drag drag Race for so many years. I don't know if we were... I was going to note the the term encouraged. Or no, inspired. You said inspired. Yeah. We were encouraged. We were encouraged. Heavily encouraged. The encouragement inspired us. Sort of inspiration, (laughs) but it is more of a directive that you follow. It was kind of a yeah, more cause and effect than a. (laughs) After after this video conference where we talked about it a lot, I was inspired to try this thing. (laughs) I came up with the idea on my own. It just struck me. I was inspired to do it. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, it's good stuff. It is really. We're gonna start season three. I can't wait. Yeah. There better be just as much wig wig snatching as there was in season two, if not more. I count one instance. There were two. There were at least two in that episode that we watched last night. Yeah, the finale. (laughs) Yeah. So one one instance, like within 30 seconds of each other. I guess so. That was the only time. Are you watching this for the wig snatching? (laughs) I don't know. I am definitely... Actually, no. I get kind of upset when they're mean to each other. I don't Mm. like it. I'm not all the way. You went all the way to the other end of the room on it. I know. I did. And it's just not, that's not genuine at all. I love. I think we're all somewhere in the middle. I I like the glamour. Yeah, but you're here for. I'm here for some of the shade, I guess. But the meanest ones, I have a hard time like enjoying their talent because I can't stop thinking about how mean they just were. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I think you couldn't have it without that. Yeah, I guess that's the drama. Yeah. You'd be like, if we were watching Lord of the Rings, you'd be like, I love it, except for except for that Sauron. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't it just be about those those little guys? Taking a nice walk. Yeah. <laughs> just in the woods. Singing You know songs. what? I don't like those orcs. <laughs> the, those Urukai? Ah. Oh. 
Are they necessary? Probably not. Who needs them? Yeah. 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 Cut cut this pause out. Yeah, we're gonna okay. I'm gonna do that. Sorry, I didn't have anything to come back with. I was I I drew a blank. You don't have another villain that you wanna yes and me with? I don't have another. I'm just gonna one. keep saying yes and Yeah. Dave loves improv. Oh, I'm a real a real improv head. The joke was gonna be that I couldn't come up with something. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yes, and <laughs> why don't we talk about some oh, of the boy. delightful things that we ate this week? First thing I want to talk about is that rice casserole that we had a couple nights ago. Whoa, okay. Do you want to talk about it? Do you want to set the table? Literally? No pun intended? Pun intended? I'm trying to set the table. Oh, I was making meringues, and so I had to drain a can of white beans. And so that meant I had the white beans left over, because you don't use those to make the meringues. You just use the liquid. And it was like a day or two later, and I was like, ooh, we need to eat these white beans right now. And so I decided to try to figure out a casserole to put them in. And this rice casserole was the thing. I thought you used the white bean aquafaba to make my birthday cake. No, that was chickpea aquafaba that we had in the... No, I used flax eggs for your birthday cake. Did you want to talk about my birthday cake? We talked about it last week, but we can talk about it. That was before we ate it. That's true, y'all. Or before we made it. This before birth- you made it. It was. Let's talk about Dave's birthday cake before we talk about yeah, rice casserole. Yeah, and then casserole. we'll get to this rice thing. Yes. So I did use a flax egg, not a um, an aquafaba egg. I used white cake mix, just a box cake mix, uh, the oil and water just like it called for, and then I used three quarters of a cup of flax meal. No. That's incorrect. A quarter cup of flax meal, three quarters of a cup of water. Three quarters of a cup of flax meal would be way too much. So that was my three eggs. So I had a birthday earlier this week. He sure did. uh, It was very nice. Thanks for for all the uh, calls and tweets. I wished you a happy birthday last time and you got on to me. I didn't get on to you. I think you did. I don't know. I think I was probably politely like, oh, shucks about it. <laughs> you were but charming and I don't delightful. Think I, whatever happened last week, I don't think we need to jump right to the cake this week. You just... I think we, we... There's an on-ramp. Oh, okay. So It was a birthday of somebody very special in my life. Somebody very I special wanted, in my life had a birthday. And the kid coming. and I wanted to make a beautiful, wonderful, epic cake. And so we busted open a box of white cake mix. We used flax meal for the eggs, not aquafaba. Correct. We baked the cake and let it cool. And then we frosted it with vanilla icing from a can. We topped this cake with miniature marshmallows, crumbled golden Oreos. Did we use the chocolate chips? No. No. I said no chocolate chips because you don't like chocolate. And then we used I do like chocolate. That's not fair. That's painting with a broad brush. I didn't want to chocolate up your cake. Mm, I don't like stuff that's too chocolatey. Oh, well, I said anyway. no. I vetoed the chocolate. Okay. Oh, and there were strawberry slices mm-hmm. in the cake, and we put strawberry slices on top mm-hmm. and star sprinkles. It was an and? epic cake. Am I <clears throat> crumbled golden Oreos? I said that. Oh, I missed it. It was after the marshmallows. The he wanted to put dots. We forgot. I didn't want to. Oh, the kid. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't have liked it. Kind of thought that. Yeah. But then we forgot, and I'd already vetoed the chocolate chips. Should I give you some notes on the cake? Sure. 
It was more frosting than cake. Note one. It was great. It was a great cake. That's my note. It was a cake. It was great a delicious cake. cake. It made me so sick. Some follow up notes. Can, go on. It was too sweet. Mm-hmm. Slightly too sweet. That's the more frosting than cake problem. That's because we didn't wait for it to cool completely. And so we had to spread that frosting on thick. Otherwise, we would have just destroyed the cake. Yeah. It was very sweet. And it's like cake plus frosting would have been too sweet. And then um, navigating a marshmallow minefield, a sprinkle minefield, yeah, a other sprinkle minefield, a golden Oreo, which is already, look, it's the best Oreo. Mm-hmm. We'll do a whole episode on the golden Oreo. Oh, yeah, for sure. But uh, it's very sweet. It's too sweet. Yeah. Arguably too sweet. So it was all that on top of a very sweet base. But you know what? What? It was a sweet gesture. A too sweet gesture. No, just the <laughs> right amount of sweet gesture. Well, I'm glad you liked it. We had a lot of fun making it. Oh, I felt so special, listener, and I still do. Good. Yeah. So so you didn't use the white bean aquafaba for that. You didn't use the chickpea aquafaba for that. No, I used flax meal. You used flax meal. Yeah, because I wanted it to be the way we make it at the beach. And at the beach, we use flax egg because I can bring flax meal from home. And, you know, not have to put it in a cooler or anything. So the rice. So the rice casserole. I had these white beans and I wanted something like just super decadent and delicious. I had really worked hard that day. It had just been like a really hectic day of shooting and momming and living. And so I I just wanted something greasy. And so I did the rice and beans in the Instant Pot. And while that was cooking, I made the cheese sauce that I use for my baked mac and cheese. You can find that recipe at glueandglitter.com. Do you want to give the full URL? I'll put it in the show notes. Oh, okay. And, um, but before adding the milk to make the bechamel sauce, I sauteed up some carrots and onions and then, then did the milk and put in some spinach. And it was a cheesy, greasy delight. And I loved it, and it was exactly what I needed. I thought it was good. I uh, don't want to pick at the uh, enchilada scab, but there used to be a menu item at Taco Bell called the Enchirito. Do you remember this? I do not remember this. Well, it was an enchilada dish. This was like early 80s, like when I was a kid, and it was my favorite menu item. And... It was a really cheesy, goopy, saucy, all the things that are wrong with enchilada. It was this, but I was a kid and I loved it. I was just here to for clarify, it. Dave and, and I previously have established that he is staunchly anti enchilada and I am is the wrong word. firmly pro enchilada. Go on. Again, painting with a broad brush. But uh, the thing about <laughs> the enchilada was in fast food fashion, it had a certain specific presentation. And the thing that I remember about it was it had three slices of black olives arranged in a line, and they looked like buttons on a snowman's vest. Well, that's precious. That's how I remembered them. Yeah, it's a very precious memory of mine. (laughs) And I used to love it for that presentation. I used to love the taste of it for the cheesiness mixed with the black oliveness of it. And as I ate this casserole, I was reminded of the Enchirito experience that I had as a child and what a comforting spot that was in my heart. And so when I ate the the rice casserole, that was what I thought of. 
And there's nothing bad about that. It's true. There's nothing bad about that. I should add that I put cumin and coriander and chili powder and, of course, garlic and onion powder because I was making food uh, into the cheese sauce to make it very super flavorful. No, I put those into the rice. The garlic and onion went in the cheese sauce. Chili, cumin, coriander went into the Instant Pot with the rice and beans and turmeric so everything was yellow, which Mm -hmm. I love. I actually thought that the yellowness of the rice would make the kid love it because he loves yellow rice, but no dice. He did not care for this and didn't want leftovers, which is Mm. shocking because it's just mac and cheese, but rice instead of pasta, Mm. basically. Mm -hmm. Anyway, what a letdown. What a letdown. Especially because apparently you really liked it, and now I I want to develop that recipe. So why not? I'm going to do it anyway. He can just keep eating it. I think it might have been the black olives. He's newly come out against black olives. I think you're misremembering how much he ate of it. Yeah, I guess all that was left was the black olives. But then we had leftovers for lunch the next day, and I asked if he wanted them, and he was like, no. Yeah, you should take the advice of a child. (laughs) What they want. (laughs) Yeah, just really take that to heart. This child that takes 30 minutes to eat anything except his favorite food. Took 10 minutes to eat this. That's true. And you're focused on him leaving behind five olives. I think it's still a win. I think you're right. I'm going to develop this recipe for you, everyone. Probably in the fall because this is not a summer food, but it was delightful. So do you want to go to Takeout Corner? Is there a musical interlude to Takeout Corner? There is when we're talking over it right now. Oh, sounds good. So we did takeout this week. One of our very favorite takeout places shut down for a little while because one of the staff members there tested positive for COVID, but they reopened. 19? Yes. (laughs) That took me a second. I'm sorry. I don't know why. (laughs) So we ordered takeout and it was lovely. It was good. I couldn't believe it. When Dave sent me, was it an Instagram? It was. Post saying that they were open again. I screamed out loud. I was so happy that that they were open. And hopefully everybody's healthy now. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they are because it's open and they're responsible. And we ordered so many tacos. We did. You had tacos? Oh, yeah. I had the barbecue tacos. They have a barbecue taco that's usually made with meat, but you can get it made vegan. And usually... everything there made vegan, right? Yeah. Yeah. They'll make anything vegan for you. It's wonderful. And usually if you get something made vegan, they'll replace the meat with tofu. But on the barbecue taco, a server there one time told me to try it with black beans instead of the meat. And she was correct. Black beans with the barbecue sauce work so well, and it's got pickled onions and jalapenos on it, and I just can't recommend this taco enough. I don't think we've said the name of the restaurant. Uh, Didn't you just say it? Did I? I don't know. I'm not listening. (laughs) You're not listening. (laughs) Who listens when the ball and chain is? waiting for my chance to say something. (laughs) Why don't you say the name of the restaurant? El Mariachi, of course. All right. as, As previously stated. As possibly... What did you have, Dave? <laughs> I had tacos. I had tacos verde. Yeah, you did. What's the tacos verde involved? It's tofu tacos with rice and a tomatillo sauce. I don't know if that's it. It's tofu tacos with a tomatillo sauce or a verde sauce. 
I got fresh jalapenos put on it because I wanted some spice, wanted some kick. I got lettuce put on it, which was a first for me, and it was nice. It was crunchy and crispy, and I was just glad that these guys were back. So the green sauce is a jalapeno sauce. That jalapeno does sound... sauce? I'm sorry. What... Jalapeno? That's what I said. You said jalapeno. Is it not okay to say that? I don't know. Did I... Is that different from what you said? I said peen. You said pain. I said peen. <laughs> you said pain. Oh. Peen. Yo. Yo. Which one is it? Tweet at us, y'all. Yeah. We'll put it on at... our Insta. Once again. And I can't stress this enough. We have one. You started one and there's nothing there. I started one and there's nothing there but a typo. Which one is it? It's at Talkin' Tofu Pod. And there's a typo right now in the name because you What's can... the typo? I forget. It's Poscast. Poscast. S Here's... instead of D. Poscast, guys. Here's can what you happened. believe it? Oh my Poscast. gosh. Classic blunder. <laughs> so here's what happened is um, I... I was filling out the information and I wrote Talkin' Tofu. And then I thought, I should specify that we're a podcast. So I changed the name. But when I changed it, I typed podcast. And when I saw the typo, I thought, oh boy, better change that to say podcast. But you know what you can't do on Instagram is change your name more than twice in 14 days. So probably by the time this comes out, we'll have fixed it unless we forget. What are, what's the, what's the scam there? Is changing your name more frequently than that? What's the use case for that, that they're shutting down? Who knows? Facebook has a similar rule, though, about changing um, like business page names. What would it be, though? Like, Would it be like if I created an account that was like Becky Streepy, and then I started posting about, like, I like tooting, I'm smelly, <laughs> and then I change it back real quick. Like, I take a screenshot of it, and then I change it back to David Streepy. And then, what? I want to change it to... Give me a third person. I don't know. They're, these are the only, you're the only grown up in my life right now. Oh, I don't have any other grown ups in my life either. All right. Other grown up. Other grown up. And I'm like, I like tooting too. You're great. And then I switch <laughs> it back to David and I'm like, it wasn't me. Is that the scam case? I think you cracked the case. I don't, stop. Don't. I mean, I don't, don't know. I'm not being condescending. I think that use case makes perfect sense. And I don't know what else it could be. I don't. I have no idea why they have these rules. I'm gonna figure it out. If you work at Instagram, future, no, I'm just gonna think about it for more than ten seconds. Okay. While we're recording a podcast, <laughs> you know, like come up with a use case right now off the top of your head. Maybe they really want a lot of typos on their platform. Hilarious typos like podcast. But then they're correct to do that. Wait, you're saying that they don't allow you to change things because they like the typos? Sure. <laughs> That's the top of your head. <laughs> Look, it's the end of the day. Is it? No. It is 10 a.m., listener. Dear listener, it's 4.43 p.m. I recorded a tea. whole lives ahead of us. I recorded a tea break before this. Yeah. It's a lot of adult. You want to give the URL for the tea break? Interaction, No. <laughs> Does it even have a URL? Find it on my YouTube channel. Yeah, what else did we get? What else did we get? What else? We're still in Takeout Corner, right? Yes, we're still in Takeout Corner. So we also is got. Is this a new segment? Is this the first time we've done Takeout Corner? This is the first time we've called it Takeout Corner. 
I called it Takeout Corner. What's the song sound like? It's our theme song. Come on down to Takeout Corner. Come on down to Takeout Corner. Like Can that? I lift that? And no. Put it, okay. No. Is that it, though? Yeah. No, it's just the theme song? Yeah. No, we need a different song. Okay. Well, let's find one. Come on down to Takeout Corner. <laughs> Come on down to Takeout Corner. I'm into it. You put a little bit more of a... Um, a rounded edge on it. I was going for more of a Barker, like old timey radio. Oh, I'm on down to takeout corner. I don't know if I can do that. Step right up to takeout corner. <laughs> Get your takeout. Get your takeout right here. See, I can't do the Barker voice. Yeah. I would... Right here is implied. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing we got. Was a salsa trio, which is a red salsa, a green salsa, and a salsa fresca. And it is so much salsa, and I've been snacking on it all day, on and off. And we're going to use it tonight to make nachos for dinner. It expires quickly. Yes. Because or for us, it does. We're very cautious because there was, it was a couple years ago now, but I got food poisoning three times. So Not from El Mariachi. No, not from El Mariachi. We don't need to name names. I also don't remember all the names of all the places that poisoned us. Oh. Me. I do. Oh. Well. I never forget a face. I never forget a slight. Or a meal that makes me throw up all night. I'm like a (laughs) a villain on Dynasty. I never forget. (laughs) Dave holds a grudge. You'd think I would. I was so sick. Anyway, we're going to eat this salsa before that becomes an issue. It's just super fresh, so we want to eat it while it's still super fresh. And we are going to have nachos for dinner, and we are going to smother it in this awesome salsa. Come on down to Takeout Corner. <laughs> I think that pretty much wraps up Takeout Corner. Yeah. I liked it. Time to go from Takeout Corner to the <laughs> next segment, which is... Imagine us tap dancing out of the room now. Cha-cha-cha. Tap dancing room, to cha cha. Corner of the room. Yep. Wait, was is takeout corner the corner of a room, mm-hmm. or is it the corner of like a street corner? I street thought it was corner, a, like the window. So of you're the takeout. agreeing with me on both things, which cannot be the same thing. No, the the That's corner. That's not what the, yes ending is. No, I'm just trying to get into your improv <laughs> spirit, Dave. I just want to be supportive, number one is wife. It, is it a quarter of a room? Or is it a street corner? Street corner where the takeout window is located. Okay. Maybe it's a corner with know. lots of takeout windows, all our favorite My impression was that it was like a Portobello Road of takeout, and it was like takeout corner. This is an image that I'm into. But yeah. the more I thought of it, the more I was like, wouldn't it be neat if Talking Tofu was like a large room? Mm-hmm. And in a corner of that room, like the picture corner at the prom, was takeout corner. Just stacks and stacks of bags and boxes of takeout food. I, that sounds unsanitary. That's already messy. Are there stacks of stacks and things in this takeout corner? No, there was one thing there. There was El Mariachi was in takeout corner. Come to Talking Tofu, the big room this week. And in this corner, we've got one thing for you. It doesn't mean that it's just a pile of takeout. <laughs> That doesn't track with any of the our use case of talking to or takeout corner up to this point. This is falling apart. I'm leaving. Fast. <laughs> Taking off my headphones and I'm leaving. I have something to tell you. I all. don't even have headphones. He doesn't. I wasn't even head. given headphones. Headphones are for glue and glitter employees. 
I've got a splitter. Bring your own headphones. Bring in. your own headphones. <laughs> Glue and glitter can only afford one pair of headphones right now. What's the new? What's the next segment called? The next segment. We don't have a name for it yet. No, I have a it's list on the, my phone though. The main event. Ding ding ding. Ding ding ding. So let's let's just take a quiet moment. To yeah, reflect. we don't have a name for it. Well, we'll have to come up with one. Yeah, we could call it snacking around. I guess no. We're not going to do snacking around. I also wrote, what else? All right. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe don't read through the whole scratch pad. (laughs) Great job, me. Hey, if you guys have an idea for a name for this segment, get at us at Talking Toku on Twitter. I don't want to take anybody's (laughs) idea. No, I want I want no. somebody to give willingly their idea if, to us. If they have an idea that's good enough for us to take, they should start their own podcast and use just to use the idea. Hit your ideas to at Talking Toku on Twitter. We should call this it segment is. probably not tofu, since it's never tofu. Yeah, talking tofu is more of a state of mind, right? Mm-hmm. Is that okay? So the thing that we're the episode is about. That's a good segment name. So the is, thing that the episode is about. <laughs> so delicious dairy-free oat milk. S'mores flavor. Yes. S'mores flavor. Now, now for those of y'all who don't know what a s'more is, you toasted. I'm toasting to s'mores to with my water glass. Are you saying I'm going to drink this? I'm saying I'm going to drink this water. You tell us about what okay. defines s'more. A s'more is a graham cracker and a marshmallow and... Chocolate. How are they made? They're, you heat the marshmallow over the fire. You don't heat the other stuff over the fire. No. You heat the marshmallow, and then you let the melted marshmallow heat transfer. to like You make a sandwich out of all of it, and the melted marshmallow heat kind of softens the chocolate, right? Yes. Yeah, so you and take a graham cracker, you put half a chocolate bar on there, you slap a roasted marshmallow or two on top, and then another graham cracker. You squish it down into a sandwich, and the chocolate melts a little bit, and it is a campfire treat. Let me ask you this, campfire treat. Mm-hmm. Is Hershey's, is my whole childhood experience with a s'more was a Hershey's bar as the chocolate layer in the s'more. I almost said Hershey bar, and at the last minute pivoted in my head to say chocolate bar, because I, I too, associate Hershey bars with s'mores. There's probably something to that. Right. That's what I'm getting at. But I think you could use any good chocolate. But yeah. But did Hershey invent s'mores is what I'm wondering. I bet they did. And I'm going to look it up. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I think you're right. But Well, or did they just take the s'more idea and be like, yeah, that's a Hershey thing. This this bar is perfect for that. And over time, it became like the the go-to for a s'more. Because, yeah, I agree. You can use whatever chocolate you want in there. Loretta Scott Crew, who made them for Girl Scouts by the campfire, is given credit for the recipe. What'd she use? I have to tap through to the thing here. Why are they called s'mores? How do you make s'mores? Who invented s'mores? They call s'mores? them s'mores because you want s'more. That's the... Why are they called s'mores? Who's asking that question? I'm not going to say. Try it out. Who is it? I don't know, but their their headings don't match their table of contents, so I can't find anything. The point is, it wasn't Hershey who invented it, apparently. But but maybe they co-opted it in a marketing campaign. Maybe this Loretta chose Hershey as the one to make the recipe with, and that was the... Like, Hershey didn't have to come up with it to be that original ingredient, you know? 
That's didn't have true. to be their idea. I also think when we were kids, a Hershey bar was good chocolate, or we thought. Is this Loretta available? I don't think so. I think she invented the s'more in 1927. Theoretically. There's a cha- outside chance. Yeah, that she's but I don't still think... available for comment. Yeah. So yeah, we'll so, we'll reach out to her. Yeah, Loretta, if you're listening, get at us. Get at us at Talking Tofu on Twitter. Yeah, get at us is kind of your yes and this episode. It has been you're really leaning on it. I'm sorry, I'll, I'll no, no, I'll back off. Of no, it. no, it, I'm not cool. backing off a of yes and, even though you <laughs> called me out on it. I would never I'm call doubling that. You did earlier. Okay, a little if bit. If I could cite a timestamp, 13 minutes and 57 seconds. Dave's pushing. Dave's pushing his glasses up his nose. So. Can we talk about this ice cream? Yeah. I have a lot of thoughts. Go. You want me to go first? Okay. I First of all, I'm going to start by saying I loved this ice cream. I thought it was amazing. You would think that a s'mores ice cream would have chocolate ice cream as the base, but they made a graham cracker ice cream, and this graham cracker ice cream, I would eat a pint of it on its own. That said, it didn't remind me of s'mores that much, mm. and I think it was because... For me, the chocolate pieces were too small. I think bigger chocolate pieces would have changed everything. And I think that bigger chocolate pieces is all the only change I would make. I thought using graham cracker ice cream instead of graham cracker pieces is genius because it gets around the thing we were talking about with those Ben and Jerry's flavors where crunchy stuff gets soggy in ice cream because science. I also thought that the marshmallow swirl was delicious. Uh, and um, that was the first thing I tried just because that's what my spoon scooped up and um there's another reason what was the reason it's so overloaded with marshmallow swirl but continue like the chances of your spoon hitting it are so high because there's so much of it in there oh i see what you're saying yeah it was kind of a one-to-one graham cracker to marshmallow swirl ratio and then chocolate pieces which i thought could have been bigger but i love chocolate so much that i kind of am Wondering if that's just a me thing or if that's a this ice cream thing. I kind of want to, to get your thoughts on the size of the chocolate pieces and obviously the whole situation. But the chocolate pieces particularly, I was like, I wonder. Why don't I give you my thoughts on the ice cream in general? And perhaps those thoughts will touch on your specific talking points regarding the chocolate pieces. Go on. Does that sound good? So I agree with you on the graham cracker ice cream. It reminded me of, I'm going to mine my nostalgia here, but when I was young, I grew up in Orlando, and in Winter Park, Florida, there was this ice cream shop called Thomas Sweets, and Thomas Sweet was the first, they were chocolatier too, they had like just wild chocolate, like they would make like chocolate champagne bottles, and one of them was like a, like hundreds of dollars it cost. Uh, it was like a chocolate leg, Whoa. which was very strange. Um, not like the Christmas story leg, like it was horizontal, oh. Oh. but it was about the same size. Like it was that big and it was always there whenever I went in. I don't know if they bought it and they would instantly make another one or just nobody ever bought it, but they would sell lots of chocolate stuff like that. But Thomas Sweet was the first place that I ever had cookie dough ice cream and their cookie dough ice cream was the ice cream. It was not vanilla ice cream with chocolate or cookie dough chunks in it. It was the ice cream was cookie dough flavored and there were chocolate chips in it. Huh. And it was amazing. I've never seen anybody I hit the table. I've never seen anybody make ice cream like that. 
or make chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream like that. That is a genius idea. Yeah, it was a great idea. And it was um, for the reasons that you said, too. Like, it's it gets a lot of the ratio out of the way and lets it just kind of be the flavor of the ice cream. So I got that same vibe with the graham cracker ice cream. Like, they took the the anxiety of am I getting a graham cracker bite out of it and just made every bite the graham cracker bite. So the chocolate, this is a so delicious thing. All of their ice cream has really light, tiny chocolate specks. It's the same as in the chocolate caramel cluster. It's the chocolate caramel cluster. It's even in their cookie dough ice cream. Even in their chocolate chip cookie dough, the chocolate that's used is like this light, wispy, like chocolate type. Yeah, it works in the chocolate caramel cluster for me, but it didn't work for me in this one. I think it works when you're not being sold it as a specific type of chocolate that you're expecting, which is what the you seem to be reacting to. You I are expecting right. solid chocolate, like a mix-in type of solid chocolate that mimics like a Hershey bar or something like that. Like Yeah, I was expecting bigger. like fudgy chunks of right. chocolate. Yeah. Like so, a smor- like a s'more bite would have. Right. So it matches like the flavor profile a little bit, but it doesn't match the texture. Yeah. And that's it. I felt like I didn't it didn't bother me so much. The reason it done, didn't bother me so much was because I was focused on just how much freaking marshmallow there was <laughs> in this ice cream. There was an ungodly amount of of marshmallow in this ice cream. Did you think the swirl so? was everywhere? And once you hit like a mine of the swirl, you were in that cave for a long time. Like your next bite was going to be the swirl and your next bite was probably going to be the swirl too. Beware like, the swirl cave. Right. There was a lot of it and it was all glommed together because it's this marshmallow, like what's the marshmallow fluff. whip? Marshmallow fluff. Yeah. And so like, if that's your thing, that's great. But to me, that wasn't very marshmallowy. It tasted like if you made a s'more and opened a can of mar- a jar of marshmallow fluff, and smeared it on the s'more and said, I made a s'more. Like you didn't, you, you made something that looks like a s'more and could, maybe you could take to court to argue that it's a s'more, but. So when I was in college. You did that. I used to make a snack that I called uh, lazy s'mores. And it was, this was before I went vegan. Uh, it was chocolate graham crackers. There was no chocolate bar involved. I bought chocolate graham crackers and used a knife to spread on marshmallow fluff and then put another chocolate graham cracker on top. And it was a late night snack. And it was always a hit whenever friends were over. Yeah, and we were late? like pretty late. Yeah. It was college, so actual late, not yeah. like now. Yeah. And um and you just reminded me of that. Mm. That's all. Yeah. So this maybe is more like a lazy s'more ice cream to me. Like it had its moments, but it wasn't a s'more. It didn't didn't feel like a s'more. Yeah, it definitely didn't give me the s'mores vibes that I wanted, but I feel like as its own thing, I really liked it. I know you didn't like Marshmallow Cavern. I didn't like the Marshmallow Cavern. I feel like part of the s'more is the crunch, and there's no crunch in there. I thought that that was the other thing. I felt like bigger pieces of chocolate would have could have delivered that crunch. See, I feel like you know that Ben and Jerry's Coconut Seven Layer does a really good job of the crunch of putting like a, a crispiness in there. Like, I don't know that a chocolate, uh, more solid chocolate would have given you the crispiness. Like, you almost need, like, that bready crunch. That's true. Like, uh, 
pie crust. What's the, the like the graham cracker pie crust? Like the same kind of thing is like, yeah, like that texture is is really absent from it. So at the end of the day, it's just like uh, it's a s'more. Come tell me that it's not. You know, like I made a little gesture when I did that, but it was pretty adorable. Yeah, it was pretty dear adorable. listener. But um, it's just not like. It might be delivering on the list of flavors one might expect when having a s'more, but that's not the same as the s'more experience. It did feel like they were checking boxes. I agree with you. I still... I'd get it again. Yeah. I fr- yeah. I'm not I, mad at it. I am looking forward to eating a bowl of it after dinner tonight, uh, but it's not a s'more. I it's, feel it's like they almost... not my top 10 ice creams. I feel like they shot themselves in the foot a little bit by calling it a s'more. But on the other hand, would we have as eagerly scooped up that pint if it hadn't said s'more? Yeah, you like shoved the front door open. You're like, hey, hey, look at this. I <laughs> got s'more see? ice did cream. You see? Did you see? I did it. Right. <laughs> you did great. You did great. Thanks. Blasted right past takeout corner and said, hey, check this out. Step right up and see. Maybe it's because we weren't singing this time. Maybe. My... My singing's just not that dynamic. <laughs> I'll practice. So what's your final verdict? You like it? Like- I did. I liked it. Would eat it again. Now that I know what it is too, I think my palate, like if, you know, when you're expecting one thing and it tastes like different from what you're expecting, there's that like that psychological block to get past mm. before you actually taste the thing. Now that I know what it tastes like, I can enjoy it for what it mm. is which I can't stress enough is not a s'more, but is delicious graham cracker ice cream with marshmallow swirls and chocolate bits. I think I'd give it a would eat again. I don't know if I'd give it a would buy again. I'll have to, we'll have to have a family meeting about that because I think that there's a seven-year-old in the next room who would buy again. I'm just talking about me. I'm not making a declarative statement for the family. I'm not saying it's a prohibited item in this house but were we at the a, budget. Were we at a So Delicious scoop shop, which should exist, even though I don't, they don't in Atlanta anyway, right. uh, you would not order that. I would not buy it again. I would not be excited about buying it again. So I guess whether you would like this or not, listeners, <laughs> depends on how committed you are to them being a s'more and how you feel about that marshmallow cavern that Dave described. I can't tell you what to think about this ice cream. I can only tell you what I think about this ice cream and that's going to have to be enough. Sorry. I took a really big swallow of water. I thought he was going to talk for longer. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying the show, take a second to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. Really helps new listeners find us. And we just love reading those five-star reviews. It's true. Please subscribe, rate, and review. It, it makes a big difference for us. Something about algorithms. And we'd love to hear from you. If you've got a suggestion for a food we should try or thoughts about an episode or just want to say hello, write to us at TalkinTofuPod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. Talkin' Tofu is a production of Caddington, Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.